Eagle Eye in the Sky is fueled by Gatorade, the official sports drink of the Philadelphia Eagles. With the 25th pick in the NFL Draft, the Philadelphia Eagles select... You're listening to the Journey to the Draft podcast, driven by AAA. That's right of the week, and a big trade has reportedly gone through as the Eagle Eye in the Sky podcast, fueled by Gatorade, continues. I'm Fran Duffy, and as always, I think we've got a great show for you here on episode number 235. At the top of this week's show, we've got Chalk Talk, where I chat with Greg Cosell about a deal that, per reports, was completed between the Eagles and the Detroit Lions involving cornerback Darius Slay. Now, the Eagles reportedly are sending a third and fifth round draft choice to the Lions in exchange for the Pro Bowl corner, who, for my money, has always been one of the most underrated players players in the entire league for a long time, and he's going to provide a huge boost to the Eagles secondary moving forward. But let's not waste any more time. Let's get into this chat with Greg. It's time now for Chalk Talk. Let's get down to business. It's time for Chalk Talk. Really excited to welcome back to the show our friend NFL Film Senior Producer Greg Cosell. Greg, uh, welcome back to the Eagle Eye in the Sky podcast to talk about uh, reportedly new corner, new Eagles quarterback Darius Slay. Yeah, some uh, some big moves. Slay, Javon Hargrave, two very, very good moves in my view uh, for the Eagles. So we're, we're going to hit on Hargrave here at the end. I, I want to ask you first about uh, the big news of Thursday, and that's the acquisition of Darius Slay. Uh, just talk about Slay and his skill set. Obviously, we've gotten a, we've got a pretty good sample size of, of what he's been able to do as not even a starting corner, but a number one kind of shutdown corner. What is it that makes him such a good player overall? Well, first of all, when you think of Jim Schwartz's defense, you know, he likes to rush for and play coverage. And it's very difficult to do that if you can't cover particularly well. And we know that that's an area the Eagles wanted to address. Slay is a corner that can play man-to-man. In fact, the Lions played a lot of man coverage last year, I think among the highest percentage in the league because of their coach, Matt Patricia, who comes from the Bill Belichick school. And so that's a man coverage focused defense. He's a man coverage player. He's a shutdown player in the sense that he's used as a matchup corner. Throughout his career, he's been used to match up to the other team's top receiver. Now, that doesn't happen every single week, obviously, but he's been asked to do that, and he's done that well. For instance, if you look at what he's, his matchups against Amari Cooper, he's dominated those matchups when they've played. So he has the ability to play either side. He can play boundary, he can play field, and he can match up to the opponent's best receiver. Uh, He certainly has the skill set to play zone as well. He's got the length that every team wants at the corner position, and he makes plays on the ball. He has excellent ball production. If I'm not mistaken, since 2015, I believe he has 17 interceptions. And so that's something that's often overlooked, but he has excellent ball production, Fran. And that's a factor, because when you play man and the quarterback throws, to tightly covered receivers, which is the goal in man, you would love to have a corner who can uh, catch the ball on occasion. And by extension, you know, a corner that a lot of people thought the Eagles might go for, Byron Jones, I believe he's only had two interceptions in that same time frame. So you're dealing with a player that's an excellent man cover player and has excellent ball production. Yeah, and I mean, I think that's something that you know we talk about all the time, especially this time of year when it comes to the NFL draft and evaluating corners. Is you know, ball skills are kind of the lifeblood of the cornerback spot. You need to be able to play uh, play the ball in the air uh, if you're going to be a successful NFL corner, and that's something that you know. I mean, there, there's a reason why the guys earn the nickname "Big Play Slay," and you can go back to uh, Carson Wentz's first career interception back week three of 2016. Uh, you know, just being able to see what this guy can do 
uh, finding the football down the field, whether it's uh, you know on those vertical routes or you know in the quick game where he's kind of able to anticipate some of those routes and break on route breaks and uh, you know kind of jump things. So um, really, really impressive player with his ability to make plays on the football. Yeah, I mean, he's one of the best corners in the league, and uh, I think that was the Eagles' target all along. Obviously, you had to give up a third and a fifth round pick to get him, and you just paid him a lot of money. But, hey, the money is the money. You pay what corners are worth. He's one of the best corners in the league. Um, but, yeah, I think Slay is, is, is a really good pickup. I think he, he gives them a lot of now flexibility and versatility on the back end, and I think he allows Jim Schwartz to ultimately play the way he wants to play. Uh, you know, we saw Jim Schwartz start to increase pressure a lot last year, uh, you know, for many reasons, and, you know, when you don't have corners that can line up and play man coverage, you can get caught. Uh, so Slay's a really good pickup, and, and I think he's, he's a really, really good corner. Yeah, and you talk about, you know, just with Jim Schwartz, obviously familiar with Darius Slay. He drafted him out of Mississippi State a few years ago. And uh, if I remember right, you and I were both big fans of Darius Slay. Because remember, there were two Mississippi State corners that came out that year. Jonathan Banks was kind of the more highly decorated guy in mock drafts. He was the one that was going higher. But Slay was always kind of there, kind of waiting in the weeds. And, and I remember after film study that spring, uh, you and I both liked Slay a little bit more. Yes. No, I always liked Slay. I thought... Uh, um you know, he's got good length. He's got great movement. You know, we always use those terms, but this is what we do when we, we evaluate players. We talk about transition, change of direction, the ability to plant and drive if you're playing off coverage. But I think, and you hit it on the head and we just spoke about it, I think the ball skills and the ball production is critical. Yep. And I remember talking uh, a number of years ago to a defensive to defensive coaches, a number of them, and they all believe that that kind of thing is innate. It's in your DNA. In other words, it's hard to teach a guy to be a ball skill player. It's hard to teach that to a corner. That guys either have that ability or don't. And they were telling me, I remember this conversation like it happened yesterday, uh, I was told basically that, hey, you can still be a good corner. You know, it's not like you can't play corner if you don't make interceptions or don't have great ball skills, but you really, what separates a number of corners is their ability to play the ball. And, and we know Darius Slate can do that, and that's absolutely critical. Yeah, and I mean, look, Greg, it's going to be a, a new-look Eagles secondary this year. You know, the Eagles reportedly uh, have re-signed Rodney McLeod, uh, reportedly re-signed Jalen Mills. There's rumors you know, about him potentially moving to safety, depending on who you look at uh, in the media sphere. Uh, Malcolm Jenkins is no longer here. He's reportedly heading back to New Orleans. So it's certainly going to be a new-look Eagles secondary here in 2020. Well, the other thing, too, is the Eagles played a lot of cover one last year. I think that was their most played coverage, if memory serves me correctly. You might know that better than I, but I think that was their most played coverage. And the thing about someone like Darius Slay is he now gives you options because you can line him up man-to-man with basically no help. So if you right. want to go that route, almost, you know, it's it's the old Darrell Revis, uh, Revis coverage that Rex Ryan used to do. So that gives you so many more options as far as your other secondary players. And, uh, you know, depending on the opponent, you certainly can do that with Darius Slay. Well, Greg, I want to also ask you about uh, Javon Hargrave, who the Eagles uh, reportedly acquired via free agency uh, earlier this week as well. Uh, What are your thoughts on Hargrave? I talked about him earlier this week with Matt Williamson. I'm interested to get your thoughts on uh, his addition to that Philadelphia defensive line. 
Well, obviously that happened earlier in the week. I think that was kind of announced Monday pretty early. You know, I know it couldn't be official till yesterday, but I love Javon Hargrave. I, I loved him coming out of South Carolina State, small college kid. A lot of people might think because he played quote unquote nose in Pittsburgh's three four that he's kind of just a stout interior player, hand fighter type guy. But he's extremely athletic for his body type because he's about six two. You know, he's not long, but he's over three hundred pounds, but he's extremely athletic and he easily can fit into a one gap scheme he's a much better pass rusher than people might think and in the run game uh, he didn't get moved very often in Pittsburgh and now have a chance to be a penetrator and I think that his skill set fits that you know he's he's explosive in a different way than someone like Fletcher Cox you know he's not that kind of explosive but he's explosive in a different way and I really really like Javon Hargrave. I mean, I loved him before the Eagles got him, and I think it's a big-time move. Well, Greg, always great to hear your insight. Thanks so much for joining us here once again on the Eagle Eye in the Sky podcast, fueled by Gatorade. Great stuff from Greg, and you can follow him just like I do on Twitter, at Greg Cosell. And while you're at it, I'm at FDuffy3. That's where I post all the podcasts I'm a part of and all of our X's and O's content that we produce at PhiladelphiaEagles.com. And you know I greatly appreciate everybody that promotes this podcast on any form of social media. That is just the one way to support the show, though, because the best way is to go into Apple Podcasts or Stitcher, leave us a rating, or even leave us a comment. Here's one person I just want to give a quick shout-out to, and that's Brian M8614, who left a five-star review saying it's probably his favorite podcast not just for Eagles football but football in general not to be missed if you're a Philadelphia Eagles fan or if you just love football five huge stars so Brian thanks so much for the comment and thanks to all of you out there for your continued support of this show and all the rest of our podcast offerings on PhiladelphiaEagles.com and you know uh, you know the, you should know or rather that that was our last review we're in, we're in the hopper right now so uh, now's the time if you if you have some time go on uh, Apple Podcasts or Stitcher leave that rating leave that comment and it's a question if it's a question we can make it a topic here on one, on an upcoming show so uh, you know if you want to get in and, and help us uh, create some content here for the next few weeks you can go on leave a question and uh, I can answer it on a show and we can make a whole di- uh, whole segment out of it so um, all that being said I think that'll do it another show in the books here on the Eagle Eye in the Sky podcast fueled by Gatorade for everybody here at the Duffy House I'm Fran Duffy we'll talk to you next week <laughs>